0: had a good opener for this episode which is a lie <laughs> it's a lie i tell myself to make me feel like i've gotten better at podcasting yeah um so i've gotten bad at magic arena have you um, i need i haven't played it in a you week you have to play you have to play you have to one if you haven't played in a week you gotta earn your packs dude i do, i know i I've, I've fallen behind i had projects uh, i was working on
1: i had um basically so i could actually have cats in the room with me at the same time i built uh, like a, a thing so they can look out the window without... I saw
0: that. <laughs> it's very good. Why, thank you. Did you... So did you buy like a shelf from Target or something or did you handle it? I bought lumber from Lowe's and I built it by hand. Nice. It looks good. Would, yeah. No, it came
1: out well. I like it. It's... Uh, and the cats, can they, they like it. They just up there and look out the window. That's why I've got the window closed right now with the blind down so they're not up there
0: making cat noises in the podcast (laughs) fair enough fair enough i was actually kind of worried when we first started this Mm -hmm. the last episode yeah um because my neighbors have been moving around next door and it's a whole bunch of stuff ah yeah i don't want neighbors (laughs) (laughs) see here's the thing i want to live close to stuff yeah but I don't want neighbors to. Oh no, I'm with you. <laughs> like it, it's such a uh it's such a thing that I just I don't like dealing with people. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I thought I was just getting old. Yeah. Um and that my feet were just like swelling up for no good reason. Yeah. Uh because my, my toes have been hurting me yeah lately which is such an old man thing to say um is it gout do you have gout no i just realized what it was because i was thinking about neighbors and then that made me realize that i have a desk sitting in my driveway yeah uh that has free tape to it i think it's not going to get taken because it got water damage oh yeah Um, but when i had to go when i had to leave the house yesterday Mm -hmm. i drug it aside and i bumped my toe oh okay So I guess that does mean I'm getting old because an injury from yesterday is now manifesting. Yeah. And on top of that, I had forgotten that I even was injured. So (laughs) it might be that I'm becoming an old man. And that might have just been more evidence to the fact that I am becoming an old man. (laughs) Yeah, I bumped my toe. That's what happened. (laughs) Mystery solved oh jeez, and it wouldn't have been solved if it weren't for the meddling kids on the podcast yeah <laughs> oh there was a real uh never mind i don't even want to go into it oh <laughs> the um oh jeez. so i watched a movie yeah which movie uh it was called we are still here we are still here okay i think that's the name of it or is it? Are we still here? We are still here. It's uh. Yep, that's yeah, right. Yeah. it's got a so. It had yeah. Looking person. Yeah, he's like burnt. Um. Yeah. So it's a haunted house movie, right? Okay. And, I thought it looked spookier in the trailer, like like it, mm-hmm. like the the practical effects on the the ghosts are pretty good. mm Hmm. So here's the thing. First act, decent. Second act, kind of weak. Third act, actual comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And now I say actual comedy as someone who watches a lot of horror movies, not actual comedy as someone who doesn't. But like, it reached a point that I thought the house was going to start burping.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Uh,
0: I recommend it highly, though. Yeah. Because it's so fucking funny. Although, if you're from New York, there is one thing I will say. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be set in 1970. Okay. But all the cars have license plates from the two thousand, from the the late 2000s. Oh. <laughs> like the late aughts, early teens. Yeah. Uh, it's a ton of, a ton of cars like that, because they have the orange and black license plates yeah yeah and i'm not gonna
1: curious to see on the when they when they shot um whatever the the rough thing on 209
0: i actually know for a fact that they don't have the orange license plates
1: okay actually now you say that they uh they didn't have license plates
0: yeah i i know for a fact that they don't because i my job has the parking lot that's housing all those cars okay because they also had a bunch of them parked down like, as soon as
1: you, see, you start talking, remind me. So, I've got a coworker who lives down near the cemetery mm-hmm. that's on uh, off Lucas. Um, yeah, yeah. If you know sort of what I'm uh, really talking about. Which and one is that? The It's the one that's not far from the Hurley Mountain Inn. Like, across the other side of the street, near where, like, the rail trail entrance is.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I think I know the, what are talking
1: they, about. They were yeah. storing a bunch of them over there just alongside the road. So, my co-worker went there and just started taking pictures of cars. Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. showed them to me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I think that's the third time that the Hurley Mountain Inn shown up in our uh us talking about just things in the area. Yeah, this is <laughs> such a local podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it's bad. <laughs> Although I have been now that you now that I say local podcast, I have been thinking about like how the fuck we if we ever did a live show of Cryptopedia, how it would happen. There's i don't know have you have you put any thought into that because like i put a little thought into it like it's it's way 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 not a thing that's gonna happen anytime soon yeah but that, it's i don't know because it, it, like, it's like what we have to long. do will we have to do a dollop style thing or would we have to do a uh a last podcast thing where they like have a set that they play i don't know i don't I will not know. Here's a thing. It won't be a thing unless this was, like, a <laughs> full-time job. The uh, – <laughs> yeah. So, the fact the... of the matter is it's probably never going to happen. <laughs> so,
1: if you uh, – I was on, on – uh, still scrolling through the Google Images for We Are Still Here. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend it because stuff gets crazy.
0: Which one are you going to show me? It's uh... – <laughs> I think I need to go edit the uh, the fairy episodes. Copy oh, no, at this don't. point, yeah. Well, man, that movie was so weird. Because, like, I'm watching it, and I love, I love bad horror. Yeah, and, bad like, horror is best horror. Like, I love it when things get just totally ridiculous. Have you?
1: So I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it's an actually good horror movie from like the day. Um, it's called From Dusk Till Dawn. It's got like Cheech and Chong, and like what? In it, it, but they're not playing Cheech and Chong. There's like people Are who you... like own a bar, and there's like vampires, but not like Twilight vampires. Like 96? old school six. Yeah, like it's good. And this it, poster. I think it's on Netflix.
0: Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. This poster, this poster is amazing. Right? The the face, I don't know who, oh, Tarantino. It's a Tarantino flick. So I think it might be the first movie George Clooney was ever in. Okay, yeah, because George Clooney is the main face, it looks like, on this. Yeah. This And then I don't know who the guy to the, let's see, Harvey Keitel? Is that Harvey yeah. Keitel?
1: And they've got uh, Machete is also in it. Oh, uh, I love
0: me some, uh, oh, what's his name? Machete. It's not Machete. You and I both know it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) That was another movie. That Machete... Machete Kills... Yeah. Was Danny Trejo. Um, Mm -hmm. That was a a movie. Yeah. That was a movie that ended three times during its, like, run. (laughs) Right? Like, I remember watching it with you and Lissa years ago when it came out. Yeah. And... It, it was. It was like <sighs> critics cited the poor overuse of plot points, poorly produced CGI, and out of place science fiction elements. <laughs> you know what? That sums it up pretty well. That's a pretty good sum up of that movie. Yeah, man, it tanked. Oh good yeah. Lord. it lord! It, yeah. it was. It took twenty million to to produce. Yeah and it's box office was 15 million. Oh, That's not a huge loss. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Also it was uh it features it does feature an oscar nominated actress. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What so. Lady Gaga and uh um uh yeah. Junior.
0: Elon Musk starred as as himself in it. I forgot that was even a thing. <laughs> oh, I did too. Good Lord. Oh, geez. All right. Well, I think 2012 is the... Uh, so I have a theory, Brandon. Yes. Now, I don't know if you, you have this, this, this notion as well, but mm. there's a theory that I have that you have a frame of reference here. Okay. Right? So everyone has a year, and it can shift but everyone has a year that's their frame of reference year. Yeah. Right? So the frame of reference year is the year that you think it currently is. So, like, if you see something, you're like, <laughs> oh, that's that that just came out, right? Yeah. I think 2012, 2013, in between there, that's my frame of reference year. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I legitimately think that. Because things that came out in those two years, I'm like, yeah. oh, that just came out. Oh, and yeah. then I'll look it up, and it's like, Oh no, that was, that was uh, you know, six years ago that that came out, or seven years ago that that came out. Yeah. Because like I think uh, what was the name of the the Guillermo del Toro movie that came out that year?
1: It the, was, uh, the, was one the one the with Hellboy? ghosts
0: in it. No, it was the the one with ghosts in it. It was the story. Oh yeah, it. yeah, no, that's a good movie. Uh, I'm Crimson... drawing a blank. That's a real good movie though. It was like Crimson something. Crimson. Peak. Yeah, 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 yeah that sounds right. Oh, that was twenty fifteen. So even still, my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, there's certain movies like that that I think just came out. Yeah, and I think,
1: I think my frame is like ballpark twenty ten plus or minus a couple years, or something like that. Because mm-hmm. like the the we were talking before, and for me, I'm just like, oh, Fallout three that
0: like just happened. Yeah, and I, I legitimately I don't know what causes it to happen, but I think everyone has one. And if you yeah. think about it, you can figure out what yours is too. Yeah. But before we hit fifteen minutes again in our opener. Oh jeez. Uh let's uh let's get into what this podcast is actually about. Yeah. Um which of course is discussing the works of Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Um so I thought Spy Kids was his best work, to be fair. Really? Um it was it was interesting that he did a uh a, a spin off of Spy Kids and made Machete. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, anywho, or maybe it was shark boy and lava girl. That might've been his best work. Was it? Yeah, he made it. Oh, I, the, uh,
1: I don't... You know, I'm, I'm going to say that once upon a time in Mexico, I think is his best. Uh, oh, movie. so you went, you went real with it. Yeah, no, because I, I legit love that movie.
0: That's fair. No. And
1: that's, uh, the, the other cool thing about that movie, I could incorrect um uh no it wasn't once it it was um uh el El mariachi was uh, Mm -hmm. another one which is the one that came up before that and el mariachi was his college um like final film yeah so he shot that in college but here's the deal he shot it on his own so like he like there are actors and shit but he also had like the, he was holding the camera and, like, the boom mic at the same time and, like, doing all the stuff. And if you watch
0: El Mariachi with that in mind, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I think I think he's one of those those filmmakers who doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Because like, he's made a lot of kid movies. But just because yeah. you make kid movies doesn't mean you're not a good filmmaker. Oh, yeah. He's a fantastic filmmaker. El Mariachi yeah. was fantastic.
1: That's why I lost my shit once upon a time in Mexico came out. Because like uh, it was great.
0: When did Once Upon? Uh, okay, so this was me trying to avoid us hitting fifteen minutes for our opener, and we hit it. They had guns inside of their guitars. God damn it, Brandon! <laughs> this is cryptopedia. If you if you don't know what cryptopedia is about, you might want to go back and listen to at least two weeks ago's episode because this is a continuation episode, folks. Yeah, and last week's I botched the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, to be fair, I botched the intro every time I give it. different, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just how it goes. So, yeah. Uh, this, I, I'm going to skip doing the guessing game. Okay. I'm Brandon. Told, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm John. We did it again. <laughs> we did it again. We did it. Uh, we're all, so we record two episodes. Feeling a, weird today. A week. Yeah, this has been a weird day. Yeah. Listen, I hurt my toe lifting a uh, a desk, you know, a, I'm getting old. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, I hate it. But someone at work pooped on top of the toilet seat. Continue. Well, now, wait a second. I work in engineering. Now, wait a second. I don't know why or how that happens.
0: Now, wait a 2nd you They're all adults. When you say on top of the toilet seat. It was like a chicken nugget. Okay. Now. This is important, Brandon.
1: It's the second time I've witnessed that.
0: It's not the toilet lid, right?
1: No, there is no lid. So these are the toilets where, like, there's no lid. It's just that, like, horseshoe-shaped thing that goes okay, up and okay, down. Okay, okay, So they left a nugget on top of the horseshoe-shaped thing. And I don't know how that works.
0: All right, I think the podcast is over. that... <laughs> I, I can't think about anything else now. Yeah. Like, I was about to start talking about this week's episode and uh-huh. what we're talking about. But you see, here's the thing. This person's an actual monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah no you're right you're not wrong like, like an uh, an actual monster i'm yeah. sorry i know that like i'd be oh my god i'm, I'm getting like literally sick right now <laughs> thinking about this like it's welling up inside of me this yeah. person's a
1: monster and you don't want to know what's worse it was on the good toilet because the other one's got the seat <sighs> that's a little bit loose
0: no now no here's the thing the one with the seat a little bit loose that's the good toilet Now that you have knowledge that someone did this terrible thing, yeah, the loose-seated toilet is now the good toilet by definition.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's that. It all the more
0: sad. Yeah, that's the good toilet now, and you have to know that. You have to accept that that's the good toilet. Yeah. Good Lord, it is.
1: And it's a shame that it happened, too, because the other the other toilets have the toilet paper dispensers that protrudes too far. So you have to lean to the side so it doesn't like because it because it hangs over too far.
0: I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, Monsters. I put, yeah. Yeah. I, I put it. You can see it. it it's called Bridgewater Triangle Part Two. <laughs> <sighs> we are We're doing the second part of the Bridgewater Triangle. Woo, if you want to know more about the bridgewater Tri- so uh-huh. uh, d- I, my my day's ruined. you ruined my day <laughs>
1: You're
0: I welcome. don't work with you, I don't work with you. I don't come anywhere close to where you work the I can't think of the last time I was even in the town that you work in. I think I was climbing a mountain honestly, like oh that before. that long ago uh was that when
1: we were geocaching? yes, yeah.
0: That was, like, literally the last time I've been there. That's been a minute, man. Yeah. So, but my, 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 the knowledge that there's a monster doing this in the world makes me unable to sleep at night. Because here's the thing. They could go to Kingston. I go to Kingston. Oh, yeah. I sometimes have to use restrooms in Kingston. And there's somebody (laughs) who is willing to just leave a nugget in their office. Yeah. That's no, where in, they in, work. The, in
1: the bathroom. It was not in an office. That would have been worse.
0: But it's in the office. The oh, bathroom yeah. Is in it's the an office, office space. Yeah, yeah. You don't do that. If you, you work don't... in a place, you don't. So. I want to find who
1: it is and have their security clearance revoked. <laughs> seriously.
0: They're a monster. They can't be trusted. I don't care. I don't care that this is literally five minutes of us talking about this. <laughs> This really upsets me
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah there's there's me and, and another individual who are trying to it, we're we're doing some investigation we're trying to narrow it down
0: <laughs> actual monster yeah uh, all right, so this is a continuation episode, as I said before episode 36 was where we did the first one of these, so I'd recommend listening to that first. Because there's pertinent information that, given the nature of this being continuation, we're not going to include here. Okay. <laughs> or we could include it, and then it's a twice as long episode, and I don't even know why we Yeah, I think you should one. actually
1: open up the part one uh,
0: copy right, and just, let me, just let do a go... real quick
1: read through on that. Yeah. Um, um, let's out see, loud. Let's we'll see, we'll let's just power see. through it. We'll, we'll not get it down to maybe like okay. 45 minutes before um, we start
0: this. So this week's episode was suggested by our Hodig patron, Connor Hughes. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Uh, traditionally, the Bridgewater Triangle is drawn between the three towns of Abington, Raynham, and Freetown. Uh, I don't think this joke is gonna play, Brandon. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, those were all the things that I was going to say. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, uh, my credulous sources for this week's episode, as with last week's, were the Bridgewater Triangle documentary, Lauren Coleman's *Mysterious America*, and some excerpts from *Curious Creatures of New England*. Uh, my more skeptical sources and sources delving deeper into the phenomena will, mm-hmm. as always, be included in the show notes. So, an actual review of the Bridgewater Triangle, not me rereading the whole thing and talking about someone who's a monster. Uh-huh. Um, that's going to come up this whole episode, if you realize that. Yeah. That's this episode. <laughs> I put a lot of work into some of the jokes in this episode, and yeah. you've ruined them. Oh. <laughs> so... As I said before jokingly, uh, the Bridgewater Triangle is traditionally drawn between the three towns of Abington, Rayoboth, and Freetown in southeastern Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for years, the Bridgewater Triangle has been a hotbed of paranormal activity. Stories of ghosts, cryptids, and even the demons abound in this haunted region. Um, last time, we mainly focused on the Hockamock Swamp. The, the Hockamock Swamp. The mm-hmm. Swamp. With a particular interest <laughs> in the history of the region. Uh, and Bigfoot, because we're a Bigfoot podcast. Yeah, we and talk Bigfoot. about Bigfoot. We talk about Big feet. He's our I silent third feet. host. He's our silent third host. He's looking at me sternly. Bigfoot, were you the monster? I know you're a monster, but that doesn't mean you had to be a monster in the bathroom too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should note last time that I mentioned giant snakes and thunderbird in the region, and I thought I was Ooh. going to do them this episode. I looked into them. And that's about all I can tell you. <laughs> so, go, go. Um, this week, <laughs> this week we're going to expand to the larger triangular region. Uh-huh. Uh, and to begin, let's take a look again at the Pukwudgie.
1: Oh, yeah. I like, did you, was this you? Did you do that? Is I that what you have, did? Is I may this have photoshopped. That, that may have been me. I may have
0: photoshopped that.
1: The So, you photoshopped the Pukwudgie into the break into electric boogaloo cover mm-hmm. art yep. they are back for everyone who believes in the beat <laughs> that's actually pretty good that,
0: that's, that's, you you were successful <laughs> i put a lot of I, I put a lot of work into that joke it took about uh i think 10 15 minutes or so okay um, that's worth it it was it was almost worth been. it i almost did all of their heads with puck Wedgie faces but then i was like that first one took ten minutes.
1: Yeah, you I know can't... I almost didn't notice it because I just because I haven't seen that art in so long. I was, I was like, oh, he made an electric boogaloo joke, and then I went,
0: oh, he put the puckwudgie in there. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Uh, if you want to see that, it's in the copy for our what is that, jackalope and hodag members. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, enjoy that. Yeah. Uh. So. Pawpaws, as we mentioned last time, uh, are basically Native American leprechauns. <laughs> That's true, mischief makers. They're tiny. Yeah, uh, and they're but although they do have varying levels of violence because they'll yeah. they'll range from uh, they'll range from Lucky the the Lucky Charms leprechaun who is trying to get his trying to keep kids away from getting his Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. um, which is important. Mm-hmm. Sugar's not good for kids. No, or really, probably anybody. Not really anybody. Yeah, um, to uh, Warwick Davis's phenomenal role. Was it Warwick Davis? Yeah, it was a uh, work yeah. in yeah. Uh, the leprechaun. Yeah, as as the leprechaun. Yeah. Um. So possibly it made some appearances in Rock Swamp. It's more common in other areas of the region, from what I've seen, particularly the uh, Freetown State Forest. Okay. Um, and as I said before, if you haven't listened to episode 36 yet, I super recommend listening to it before listening to the Pukwudgie section, mm. uh, because we go into a depth about their lore and stuff about them. Yeah. So, um, as an addendum to last week's dive into the Pukwudgie, uh, the, the Bridgewater Triangle also made some claims about dark forces driving the Pukwudgie. Yeah. And that they have the ability to generate orbs.
1: Okay, I'm going to assume that that was outside of the traditional puckwudgie. It super was.
0: Okay. Because I looked into it, and the only place I saw that being said was by the people in the documentary.
1: Gotcha, yeah. One of those fantastic, and reliable, single-point sources.
0: I do also want to say that they're whiter than white, so... Them pasties. Yeah. Them some pasties
1: up there. You got some Elmers, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's some chalky lovers. yeah. Also, if you don't get that joke, I super recommend watching uh, Squidbillies. <laughs> that's a really funny episode. It's a really funny episode. Doobie Brothers aside. <laughs> see, that's comedy. Making references, yeah. that's comedy right there. Oh, yeah. We can uh I'll write that down so we can do a
1: callback later, because I heard mm. callbacks are also part of comedy. They are. They are.
0: Um, making actual jokes, though, not allowed. Yep. No, nah, you can't do it. Uh, we should also steal jokes. Ye, no. No, I'm going to... No. No, I think no. we need to steal some jokes. I think that's important. Right? Okay. I Let's mean, Carlos it. Mencia got a show. That is true. <laughs> uh, so, the most... most uh, I'm still thinking about that that monster. Um, the most prolifically reproduced description of a Pukwadji sighting in the Freetown State Forest, is the account of Joan. Just Joan. I couldn't find a last name. It's Joan.
1: Um, You know you're a redneck if you live in Joan.
0: Booyah! (sniffs) Joke-stealing done. That's not really a joke-stealing. That's mainly... That's making a a bad joke. Bad, yeah. A bad joke about an archetypical bad joke.
1: Yeah. Because, like,
0: I, I mean... So, here's the thing. Jeff Foxworthy has done some... He's Here's he's made some money. Sign. He's yeah. made some money. That's Bill Um, I listen to a lot of blue-collar comedy. Tater cool. salad.
1: The, listen, there was oh. a time when comedy albums were, like, a thing. So I had the Dane Cook comedy album. I had the uh, blue-collar comedy, uh, like, live show albums. Um, we listened ha- to
0: a lot of the, the Dane Cook comedy albums. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that, actually. <laughs>
1: His here's, his brother stole m- all of his money. Like Dane millions Cook? of dollars. Yeah, his his brother was his manager and was um, issuing fake money basically to Dane Cook while at the same time <sighs> taking all of the money from his businesses what? and acting and all that. He took millions of dollars. He took his entire life savings. Like, I get that some people don't like Dane
0: Cook, but that's not fair.
1: There's – well, that, even Dane Cook's like – it, 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 he he. So he was on a podcast recently, recently talking about it, and he was like, definitely separates himself from like his early comedy versus like his other work that he's done. But he was also like, invented. Um, so I guess he was always just a cool dude, whether or not you like his uh, comedy, because yeah. he would reply to literally all of his Facebook, me- uh, sorry, his MySpace messages. Oh so really? He would reply to like thousands of messages, like and like he's like have real conversation and he just like call people and be like hey man um you know how like he check up on people because people be like hey man your comedy got me through this and that so he just call people and be like how's everything going are you doing are better? you serious yeah so he was like a legit like cool dude and then his wow. brother and his brother's wife were in on it stole millions of dollars from like his entire life
0: savings that's really bad
1: and then i guess to his nephew he, he told him like because I forget how old he says his nephew is right now, but he said he, he talks to him on the phone a lot. And he said, like, listen, there's going to be a point in time where you're going to have a specific question you're going to want to ask me. And when that happens, call me and I will, no matter what's happening in my life, I will fly myself. Like, he's, gonna, he's like, I'll fly and sit down and just, you know, like sort of, you know, have a real talk moment with him.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. So he's just, like, super chill. <laughs> so apparently Dane Cook is a great guy. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. There's your there's your Danny Cook minute. <laughs> wow. How yeah. about that? Also, um, unrelated to that, I was looking at his filmography because I was wondering what he was doing lately. Yeah. Um, he is in – he's an extra on American Gods. Oh, is he? As uh, Shadow's best friend, yeah. Robbie. Um. Who dies? Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I just realized that that's like kind of a major spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, whoops. I mean, it happens early, but uh, retroactive, I may have just spoiled a big plot point of American Gods if you haven't been watching it or reading it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Oops. (laughs) Oops. anywho so joan had been walking her dog when her dog runs off into the forest Uh after the dog finally stops she finds herself looking at a small two foot tall creature with pale gray skin and short legs Okay. Um, bizarrely the creature had large lips and a canine like nose which yes you you pretty much probably are going to ask the question that i asked well,
1: no, I'm just picture. Oh, like a like a, a little person werewolf,
0: kind of. It's I was thinking like a cobalt, to be totally honest. Oh yeah, like that. That's she kind of what I'm cobalt. Yeah, I'm envisioning yeah. a cobalt because like it, it's it's although less so depending on the variation of cobalt you're talking about. So the five E cobalt and the Dungeons and Dragons cobalt tend to be draconic in nature, whereas yeah. other cobalts tend to be more dog like in nature. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a mix of the two yeah so um also there's a very good book about a kobold by aileen martinez i recommend it a lot it's called too many curses Um, okay this is a weird podcast so after a while well, hold up hold up what what it's called too many curses too many curses okay it's pretty good it's good i i recommend all of aileen martinez's books um, there's what one genre is she? Well, uh, well, well, if he... it's about a cobalt I, I bet I can guess. <laughs> it's so Aileen Martinez is a guy, and it's basically he he kind of does like a fantasy style. So... Yeah, but it's like a modern fantasy. Typically, there's a few cases where it's not modern. So uh, in that, in this particular case, um, too many curses is more fantasy. Uh, a nameless witch is fantasy. Dill's all-right diner is modern and mm-hmm. the company orders of ogres is fantasy um, Most of the rest of them are modern though so, okay um, but the whole the whole notion of the book is like it's a kobold who's left in a ha- a, a mansion not a mansion a castle that still has yeah. too many curses and she has to like deal with all the curses. Oh damn okay also uh, important fact it's a female lead um and it's a female kobold maid which is something you don't usually see yeah because it's like she's literally a kobold okay so all the stuff that goes along with being a kobold goes along with her and very good character i forget what the character's name was (laughs) i i'm sorry i like reading a lot in case people haven't noticed who listen to the podcast and whenever i find a book i like i really like to tell people
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm getting it on Amazon right now. Um, continue. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh,
0: so after a while, the dog pulls away from her and the creature. Um, okay. However, uh, and, and and like basically the dog pulling away from her triggers her leaving the regent, the scene. I, I, okay. I don't know the the story. So this is like a secondhand story. Yeah. Um. So I don't like. It's really frustrating because I wanted to find the original source of the story. But, like, the only thing I could find were people recounting the story from, like, retelling the story from a book. So what you're getting is a retelling of a retelling of a retelling problem. Yeah, I got it. So, you. um, but the the basically what happens is she gets pulled away from the creature by her dog. And then subsequent nights she starts seeing it in her windows and waking her up. It wakes Oh, up. is it just,
1: like, tapping on the window?
0: I, I just... don't think so. It doesn't really say what happens. It just says it wakes her up.
1: How um, it make, is
0: it making noises? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, literally, all the, the sources I found didn't yeah. tell me that. So, mm. uh, presumably, this lasted more than one – like, it happened more than one time. Yeah. Because it, in the articles that I found, it says that it, the sighting stopped after she moved out of the area. So, I presume that means that multiple instances of this puckwudgie like creature – harassing her happened okay right so but who knows um additionally and as i said before this sighting first appeared in a book dark woods by christopher Balzano, who i think is currently deceased based on some of the things i read okay um it was published in 2007 and actually uh from the the like screenshots i've seen in the book it looks mm-hmm. like it's pretty decently organized like okay. it says it says how many sightings were recorded of this event, mm-hmm. uh, when the interviews were conducted, all that kind of stuff. Which, honestly, uh, in the type of stuff we do, mm-hmm. that's way more rigor to the, the interviewing process than I've oh, seen yeah. in literally any of the other sources that i found. Um, so, hey, Christopher Balazano, posthumous, good job. <laughs> uh so most of the the reading that i did it looks like most puck Ludgie stories are kind of the same like ooh, i saw okay. a thing yeah and that's it um the the there's really only three noteworthy ones that i could find last week's uh uh we want you one jones okay. and tom which once Tommy. again tom doesn't have tom doesn't have a last name. Doesn't have anything. Doesn't have any identifying information. Yada yada mm-hmm. yada. In um, this particular iteration of the story, was uh, is being retold from something from ParanormalPapers.com, which was the only story that had this this particular the only source that had this particular story. Okay. So, um, take that as you will. Let's go forward. Uh, a man named Tom claimed to have seen a puckwudgie on two separate occasions. The first can best be described as an instance of the will-o'-wisp phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely going to be its own episode. A will-o'-wisp? Yeah. Yeah. Totally we have to to do it. One of there's us has to do There's a bunch of variations as well. Yeah. Like there's ghosts, there's, there's, uh, like the minor lights, there's the, the, the train conductor lights, there's, um, yeah, there's just a bunch of variations. It's a very prevalent piece of folklore, mm-hmm. um, we definitely had to do a full episode on it, though. One of in us. In International,
1: I, right? When we were doing the yeah. uh, Aswang, the, yeah. uh, I think it, it wasn't the Preda, it was the Maninigal, Um, they said traveled with uh, Will-O-Wisps.
0: Yeah, it's it's a super-duper common phenomena, and it has many different names depending yeah. on where you are. Like, I think in Japan, there's multiple yokai that fit the Will-O-Wisp phenomena, and they all mm-hmm. have, like, different features. And then layer on top of that... uh, kitsune have foxfire which is its own own thing. oh yeah so it's it's definitely worth its own episode because it's one of those per- prevalent paranormal piece of pieces of paranormal folklore mm. um that i think has a mundane explanation but it's worth going into um, so uh in this instance tom sees a glow which swells as though it was breathing and then he turns around i guess and he sees a crap a creature that matches jones description after seeing the creature, it runs off and emits in an eerie moan as it does so. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, you got me! And then it runs off. What? It skitters. You should, you should, uh, you should click that link.
1: Uh oh, yes. Wait, what link?
0: The link. The you see how the how the thing is all blue with an underline?
1: The uh, oh, I was looking in the Skype window. Okay. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh no, what's it linked to? Oh god, standing devito.
0: Wait Wait that's perfect. Yeah, I that's, <that's what I was imagining. Uh I, I was imagining that he realized that one was was moving away. Oh yeah. Uh, he was proclaiming his sadness. The Pugwaji, <laughs> I mean. Not uh not not Tom. No. <laughs> so uh tom would later see this puck in the parking lot of freetown state forest as he was enjoying the solitude okay and uh i've got a i got a link in the the copy um which i think is a a good a good representation of his enjoyment of the solitude uh-huh <laughs> no it loops why does it loop it It loops (laughs) i i think we'll leave that one for a surprise for the patreon yeah
1: that's a patron only one (laughs) yeah uh i thought it was more code for like smoking some of the devil's lettuce
0: having some of that jazz grass so reportedly tom saw the creature eyes glowing red 20 feet away his car started and his radio blared naturally tom sped away of course yeah um i i assume that the radio played a song sung by the puck though so i've included uh i've concluded a link to the song in the show, you if you know, your
1: lips god damn it oh troll toll
0: yeah <laughs> In case you haven't guessed, I think that the Pukwudgie is Danny DeVito. Yeah. So, I really didn't buy the story. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mesh with the story of the Pukwudgie. Like, mm-hmm. none of its behavior yeah. is anything like the Wampanoag Pukwudgie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally only found it on one site. In fact, for that matter, the pukwudgie from Jones' story doesn't match the behaviors of the Bama Noic P- uh, pukwudgie either. Okay. Um, and of course, you know Tom's a generic name. Yeah. Like the 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 fact of the matter is, both the stories I didn't see any other corroborating evidence. I didn't see yeah. any like clear information regarding them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both hearsay, anecdotal. You know all the things that we have on this podcast said are red flags about the authenticity of a story. Yeah. All of those things are present in these stories. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say there is one other little, little coda to the Pukwudgie because I-, I-, I looked for more interesting stories on the Pukwudgie and there really weren't many. Uh, I okay. think there's one person talking about like how they had hunted Pukwudgie or something like that. And, it wasn't very interesting because it was like ghost hunting hunting. Oh, I gotcha. And you know, you it. know what ghost hunting hunting is really like. I mean, yeah. it's fun to watch, but to describe it is so boring. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> I can't like, even imagine that. Like it, the my favorite thing, uh, Ghost Hunters. I loved Ghost Hunters when I was younger. That was like my mm-hmm. favorite show for a while. Um, to the I point that, that I to the point that I even Text. wanted, to, yeah. To the point, I even wanted to make my own version of Taps. This is like in yeah. fifth grade, sixth mm-hmm. grade, somewhere in there. So, um, but even they realized, oh man, this is going to get boring real quick. So they kind of, I, I guarantee that they punched up the drama and punched up the reactions for sure. Oh yeah. So like they that...
1: 100% did that. And if it was actually that interesting, the first quarter or third of each episode wouldn't be them driving to the location and, and, like, setting up gear and, yes. and all that stuff. Like, they, if, if a significant portion of the episode is just, like, setting up cameras and lights, then, it, you know.
0: <laughs> I actually remember the moment that Ghost Hunters, the show, become became boring for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember it explicitly. It was uh, October 31st,
1: 2009. Okay. That's I, very specific.
0: I remember it specifically because... They were doing an all-night stream of their ghost hunt of some, like, asylum or
1: something. Oh, yeah. And I,
0: I watched, like, 30 minutes of it, and I'm like, this is the most boring thing in the world that I've ever yeah. watched. So if you
1: like that there is a show where a guy just yells at ghosts and tries to make them angry, that's uh fun uh, oh, to watch.
0: I know what you're talking about. That's uh and... That's Ghost Lab, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then uh, uh, Rooster Teeth has a parrot, not, like, a real, like, ghost hunting show that's amazing, where they do similar things. Haunters, Achievement Haunters. Achievement Haunters, which is fantastic. And you know Uh, how, like, gold mining was a big TV show thing after Ghosts was a thing? Yeah. There's a a show that's just about haunted mines. (laughs) They combined it.
0: It was not good. Uh, So there's a part of me that's sad that the ever the the arms race of uh of investigative real reality shows is gone because yeah. like it's definitely gone down there, there's no question oh, yeah. right like to that like late to that late aughts early teens was mm-hmm. pretty saturated with those types of shows right oh, yeah. like there was every there was a ton of ice road trucker shows there was a ton of uh, crab fishing shows. Deadliest Catch, man. Yeah, there, there was just a ton of shows of that ilk. Yeah, and like, I there's miss a part dirty of me, Jobs, I do too. Although, what's his name has some interesting opinions on certain things. Mike Rowe. Yeah. What? We're not going to get into it because it can get okay. kind of political. Um, but I did. I do miss. I do miss dirty jobs because it was fun. Yeah. Show. Uh, but at the same time it was like the laziest period of television history
1: oh yeah well everything was a derivative of something else
0: at that point well it's still everything still is a derivative of something else um welcome to humanity yeah brandon i came up with the idea of this show after listening to the fucking adventure zone (laughs) yeah i mean that's because well because think about it the 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 trace of this show was literally yeah. Adventure Zone did Monster of the Week. I was like, oh, that sounds like a fun system. Let's do it! In, let's do something in, in Monster of the Week. We played a few sessions. Cryptopedia, the name, was invented during those sessions. Yeah, <laughs> That's And then true. a little while after that, I was like, oh, what if we did a podcast called Cryptopedia? And yeah. then we did it. <laughs> um, but anywho. So, we've gone very far off the point I was trying to make. Yeah. So. Brandon, Brandon, we're at 46 minutes, and I'm not even a third of the way through this episode. Oh, no, John. Oh, shoot. Oh, God. All right. So, let's move on. So. I'm not going to read all of this because we're only at 46 minutes. You can look it up because it's going to be in the show notes. On newbedfordguide.com, April Fool's 2017, there was an article written about a sign being put up for Puck Wudgie Crossing. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the article itself was the April Fool. I couldn't figure out if the if the police issued this statement or not. But mm. basically, they were putting a Puck Wudgie Crossing sign up. Uh, for the mating season of the Puckwatch. Oh, nice! Although it was an April Fool's Day joke, I'm assuming. Uh, it's pretty funny. I hope that it's real, but it does look an awful lot like a Photoshop. Yeah, mainly because the the level of the the image that they posted onto it, mm-hmm. like the image on the sign, is way too complicated for a street sign by like law. So, oh, is it? I think so. I think you have to be like I think you have to have it be non like totally visually flat, but yeah. I could be wrong. Um Regardless, all I got on puckwudgie. if you want to read that article in the show notes, pretty mm-hmm. funny, pretty good bit, and it showed up every literally every time I searched Puckwaji. So, okay. I had to I had to throw it in because it literally would not yeah. leave my sight. <laughs> despite my best efforts yeah so moving on um there are other things in the swamp beside oh yeah or not the swamp the triangle yeah there are also some alien big cats oh we got another one for the cheetah counter we do we do um so i also made another photoshop uh movie poster for this one
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's alien big cats 2, The secret of the ooze, so and literally you... everything is Cheetor's face.
0: Yes, except everything. for the except for uh the Bebop and Rocksteady in the background. I think I don't know. Might be Bebop Rocksteady. Oh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. I don't
1: know. Like it? Yeah. It, it, it looks like did he have a hard time finding the Cheetor
0: faces? Yeah, a little bit. Believe it or not. <laughs> it turns out they're really difficult to get your hands on. <laughs> Some premium Cheetor faces come out of premium. Uh, cu- wow. Premiums come out of premium. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. It took a while. So, um, since the Bridgewater Triangle is effectively a grab bag of every type of paranormal activity, of course yeah. there's going to be alien big cats. Mm-hmm. So, um, for a primer on these, please listen to our out-of-order episode 34, Alien Big Cats. Yeah. Uh, episode 34, showing up in the 33 slot. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it shows up in the 35 slot. Oh, sorry, 35 slot. Oh, wait. Gotcha. Mm, 34. Well, what happened was we... Yeah, it shows up in the 35 slot. Gotcha. Uh, regardless. <laughs> there was some stuff on that. You can read. You can read our threads. Yeah. It, it's Technical <laughs> Difficulties Part 2. That's yeah. all we'll say. So... Um, there's particularly one noteworthy alien big cat in the region. Okay. Uh, it's called the Mansfield Mystery Cat, Ooh. or at least that's what that's what uh, Lauren Coleman called it. But the articles mm-hmm. I read at the time, uh, they called it Sylvester the Mystery Cat. Okay. As in the Looney Tunes character. Yeah. Um. But basically, the oldest report I could find of it was uh, a March 31st, 1993 UPI article called Experts Say Jungle Cat on the Loose in Eastern Mass. Okay. So in the, ma- the March of 1993, a rash of sightings of a possibly hybrid jungle cat native to northern Africa had occurred. Um, the creature, first seen on the 12th, had been sighted in three towns south of Boston with at least two occurring in Mansfield, which is the eponymous town. Um, yeah so the creature was said to have attacked ducks and i want to make a note here this is literally the first time the auto correct word would have been correct (laughs) yeah the so here's my question
1: now um it says in quotes a hybrid jungle cat native to northern africa um do they have an a guess on what the actual cat is because if Not, it, by saying native to Northern Africa, that means you they have to have something specific in mind, or else they couldn't have uh, specified. I think it's just a, a
0: general. I think it's a, well. I think it's a general like jaguar type cat, or well. Okay. I, I honestly didn't do any research into what they thought it was. Okay. Because I think it's I think the assumption. I'll, I'll get into why they assumed. Because we have it was big a, cats in the U.S. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into why they they assumed it was something like that. Okay. In a few seconds. Um, so, in addition to attacking ducks, it also attacked chickens, and it weighed somewhere between 20 and 30 pounds. Um, the creature itself was described as having a log body, short legs, and a fluffy tail with rings, and a blocky head. I know what that is. What is that? From Archer. Oh yeah.
1: An yeah, ocelot? It's the ocelot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So probably that—that's I think what they were thinking. Um, yeah, probably but Yeah, it, it ran Serpentine. That was how they knew. Um, That's a serpentine! Serpentine
1: Babu! I've never seen an Ocelot! Holy shit! You guys, look at his little spot! Look at his tufted ears! Serpentine Babu! Ah, jeez, oh, he me! That reeks! Did he get away? Yeah! <laughs> he ran up
0: past us! Good. Uh... Dr. Charles Sedgwick, the director of wildlife at Tufts University in Medford, Massachusetts, posited this theory, um, and he is, he, he like, the, the notion that it was a hybrid cat, uh, yeah. and he hypothesized that it might have been an escape pet, which okay. the lo- owner may not have had a legal license for, explaining why it wasn't reported. Mm-hmm. This is a very, this is my number one theory for mm, probably 90% of big alien big cats, sightings. think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think it makes a lot of sense. People do stuff they're not supposed to do all the time, and then they don't tell anyone that they did it. Yeah, like the monster, like the, the nugget monster. monster, the nugget monster from your office. <laughs> <sighs> it's a bad person. A bad person, worse than the person who let a I, I assume an ocelot out. Yeah. Um. Also. I'm pretty sure it was a Minecraft Ocelot in particular, mm-hmm. because oh, it has because a blocky head. Where it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, if you look at a Minecraft Ocelot and read that description, it's literally one for one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so categorically, this cat sighting fits the blueprint of the typical alien big cat sighting to a T. Um, an abnormal cat is seen in an area. Yeah. People speculate and gossip. Nothing comes of it. There you okay. go. Yeah. uh despite de- being introduced in the to this abc in the bridgewater triangle documentary there really wasn't much more to the story and uh if you thought that there was going to be more to the story um why this is a compilation episode <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if there was more to the story i i, I probably would have done a whole episode on it because yeah. i like cats you do um, enjoy cats i do enjoy cats a little my, my, too much well, now let's not let's not make a, accusations that might be misinterpreted, Brandon. You've got the I, I'm pretty sure you've got the cat poo disease. Brandon, Brandon. Yeah. You have toxoplasmosis as well. We know this. Oh yeah. Both of us have toxoplasmosis. Yeah. Everyone everyone I'm close with has toxoplasmosis, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's cuz we all like give them the belly rubs. Oh, the belly rubs. Jiro is such an easy cat to give belly rubs to. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I thought he appeared. I, I felt something <laughs> rub against my leg. <laughs> and I thought he was there. And I was about to give some belly rubs. Uh, so, there was, however, a serval found in the area after the massive sightings. Okay. Um, although, it was claimed not to be the source of the sightings by the police. Okay. In the Bridgewater, Which I, once again, saw in the Bridgewater Triangle documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really it. It was a okay. cat. It was a cat that showed up in the area, which to me, I, I don't know. I like the alien big cat phenomena because I think it's interesting mm-hmm. because I think it, it's kind of, it's interesting to me because alien big cats get it more than any other species. I feel like because yeah. there's so many species of cat that they can be like, Oh, is that a cat that I've never seen in the area type thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and cats do show up in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, but I also think it's interesting. Oh, jeez, I don't even know where I was going. I, I, I find it, I find it interesting that this is viewed as paranormal when it's such like, oh yeah, of all the things I'm talking about on this episode, it's just probably out the of most, place animal. Yeah, it's yeah. the most mundane thing. Yeah. Um, but there is a code to this story. Okay. In true American fashion, people sold T-shirts commemorating the event, reading "I Survived Cougar Country." Oh, good. Yeah. So, such an American thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the only way it could be more American is if the t-shirts are free. Yeah, like, it's so, so you saw
1: The Good Place, right? Yeah. So it's, I it's, love it's such Good a place. thing that it's just a joke in TV shows now. Yeah. Like, the, uh, the dress bitch thing.
0: Which one was that?
1: That was in season one uh, towards the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Eleanor's, Eleanor's thing. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> um, Honestly, uh, you have, you have my permission to sell t-shirts of something dumb I've said or done. Oh yeah. As long as I get a cut. I yeah. need a cut. You give me that cut, we're fine. Yeah. But you need to give me that cut. This applies to everyone, by the way. If I get a cut. I don't care what you do, you just have to give me a cut
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm... make print that onto a speedo's
0: and sell' them. fine, if you give me a cut. I don't care what you do uh, fine, fine, <laughs> do it, do it, give me some money. I want money <laughs> literally that's that's the only reason I want money I... <laughs> Do you think transformers buy themselves Brandon
1: oh no, I know they do not
0: some of them do. To be fair, some of them do. When I'm yeah. when I'm tired, and Big Bad Toy Store is just a thing I can just click a button. Oh, then they do just start They do just themselves. kind of order themselves. It's bad. <laughs> I'd be careful
1: um getting uh transformers shipped uh when it starts getting hotter out. Nah, it's they not are not plastic.
0: Big a deal. It's not that big a deal. I okay. I usually try to bathe. I I I've been doing it for years. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Um so we still have like a third of the episode, and we're at an hour, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna make Bridgewater Triangle have a part three. Oh hell yeah, I'm down for that. I won't <laughs> because, even,
1: I even, I even scroll like forward anymore, like
0: because, uh, honestly, this is about a th- this 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 right here is about half an episode's worth of content because <laughs> <laughs> there's no pictures for the next two pages yeah so Shoot. i think we're gonna do an episode uh three on the bridgewater triangle uh oh, yeah so thanks again uh connor hughes uh you you've given us a multi a multi parter. <laughs> yeah a fount um, of substance a definite font. uh yeah so what was i gonna say um don't be a monster on toilets yeah don't be a toilet monster this episode's gonna be called toilet monster you know that yeah. right like I'm oh, calling yeah. this this is toilet monster oh yeah you've we probably in. it's in the
1: spreadsheet now yeah toilet so, Monster.
0: Brandon we probably would have finished this if you didn't tell me about that po- toilet monster uh, yeah about the toilet monster if we didn't talk about like
1: Ghost shows. Oh,
0: Dane Cook. If no, it was poop and Dane Cook. No, it no, was so It's a hundred percent toilet monster, Brandon. A hundred percent. If it weren't for toilet monster, this episode would have been. Bridgewater Triangle would have been two episodes. Now it's three <laughs> because of toilet monster. Yeah. I it, put just, we'll
1: just call it toilet monster.
0: It's toilet. It's monster. wrap. <laughs> this is a toilet monster episode. Yeah. Um. So let me pull up the thing that has all the actual show notes on it because i never reproduce them brandon always reproduces them brandon's good about that me i don't do it because i am the epitome of lazy so uh (laughs) um, as always if you want to find out more about cryptopedia cast we do have a website cryptopediacast.com for instagram and twitter we're at cryptopediacast and our email is cryptopediacast at gmail.com or us at cryptopediacast.com Um, we have a Patreon. The Patreon has subscribers. Those subscribers get access to things. The things they get access to are described in the different sections. At the $1 tier, you just get a thank you. That's about it. $2 tier, you start to get uh, all these lovely, lovely show notes and uh, episode copies that have all these Photoshop things that John did this week. And yes, I refer to myself in the third person because I'm losing my sanity uh <laughs> for jackalopes you get access to audio content we should have released the second of the scp episodes which i still have yep. to edit at the time of recording um and you get mentioned on the show periodically we mentioned them last week so if you want to know who's our jackalope supporters listen to that yeah. because i don't feel like saying names because i'm lazy <laughs> Unless you want to say the names, you can say the names. I think I said yeah. the names last time. So if you want to say it, you can
1: say it. So, oh, the patrons, Yeah. So yeah. we've got, yeah, 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 let's do it, man. We've got the uh, Jackalopes, Clay Sinclair, and uh, Marty Martin of Parton, Marty
0: von Party. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, we have a, a Facebook. Name. I we have hope Facebook. it's
1: legal. It better be legal. If it's not, you got to switch it now.
0: Yeah, it's it, it. That has to be your legal name now. Yeah, it's law. That's how it oh, works. that actually reminds me of another SNL skit yeah uh which might have been talked about on last episode who knows Mm -hmm. so uh there was a there was an snl skit about a a fire that happened at a name change office a wait what like like it was an snl skit and like a catastrophe happened at the name change office what happened like it was i don't remember what happened but it was like a bunch of it was a bunch of like bad names that people had yeah. because they were there to change their name from the terrible name, oh I got gotcha. <laughs> uh, and like one of them was like a fourteen year old who would changed his name to like a joke name like uh like uh like oh uh Seymour like butts, he, yeah like Seymour yeah. butts or Hugh anus Hugh anus Hugh ganus Hugh ganus, yeah, yeah, um regardless so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with me i've had more time off this week than i've ever had and yeah i'm just like losing touch with reality i think that's what happens when i don't work <laughs> i start to lose my edge and i just become mm. like insane yeah <laughs> i think it's a thing but <laughs> anywho uh if you we, we post stuff to a facebook group uh mainly just keeping people abreast of things. Um yep. additionally, if you want to post weird stuff there, you're more than welcome. We also have a Discord which I still think I need to figure out how to like make that available cuz like it's got, I like a weird you can't say like discord
1: slash yeah. like capital C 3 lowercase 4 like it's it's yeah. I, yeah.
0: I I also don't want to make it like super publicly available cuz I want to weed out bots and all that yeah. stuff. So I I we'll come up with something in the intervening weeks to figure out how to do that um it's mainly just a discussion forum more than anything else uh if you enjoyed the podcast which i guess you like me talking about poop monsters yes which now i have to find a poop monster that's got to be a thing right there's got to be a poop monster i mean it's in conqueror's bad birdie that means it's real uh yeah so if you enjoy the podcast rate review subscribe uh Comments are always appreciated. I think sometimes algorithms get all funky and mm-hmm. sometimes you do need to have comments. Sometimes you don't. Cause I, I, what I think happens is somebody is given the keys to the algorithm and they're like, I yeah. think this is the better way to do it. Or no, I think I this is the better way <laughs> yeah. to do it. And they change it periodically or they have an AI that tells them that this is the better way. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, just rate review and subscribe. Uh, mm-hmm. if you have any monster requests or stories, let us know. Um, one of these days, I do want to do a listener episode, but we just don't have the content for a listener episode today. Yeah. Um, but anywho, mm-hmm.
1: you could find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. My email is brandon at cryptopediacast.com. And my Twitter
0: is at cryptobrandon. Uh, Instagram is at mew2057. Twitter, JF Dunham. Website, John Dunham Games. And email is John at cryptopediacast.com.
1: And as always, our art is done by Tom Hill. You could find him on Instagram at Thomas Michael Hill. His website is greatergloryco.com and his email is tommikehill at gmail.com.
0: I'm John. I'm Brandon. And things are going to get weird as I hunt down this mystery pooper. I don't think you understand how much that affected me. There's, you're shook. I'm, that person's a monster. Yeah. They've they're done are a repeat it. offender. They are. And I, it doesn't affect me in any way, <laughs> personally. Uh-huh. But the knowledge that that kind of human being exists in this world. Right. Is just willing to do that.
1: Too much to handle.
0: It's too much to handle. It broke yeah. me. It broke this episode. <laughs> I hope they're
1: happy. Oh, I'm
0: sure they're laughing in hell somewhere. If only. <laughs> Although I just realized, I realize now that I just basically advocated murdering someone, so maybe not. Yeah, don't, don't murder bad. Don't, don't, don't murder people. Yeah. Th- don't, don't hurt people.
1: In I'm general. a passive,
0: I'm a pacifist. So yeah. let, let's not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh god all right